You've heard of BetaShares. You've probably seen the logo on our podcast. You might even be among their 1 million investors. So you can imagine that I'm delighted to say BetaShares is the official ETF partner of the Australian Finance Podcast. With nearly 100 exchange-traded funds, you can go to betashares.com.au and immerse yourself in ETFs and unique insights covering all of the sectors, themes, core and satellite positions you could want. Think cybersecurity through the Hack ETF, robotics and AI with the RBTZ ETF, and uranium with the URNM ETF. The list goes on. To explore the BetaShares ETF range, visit betashares.com.au, read the relevant PDS and TMD on the website, and consider if the fund is right for you. BetaShares Capital Limited is the issuer. Is there a Spotify wrapped for investing? If you want to invest in shares or ETFs, our friends at Perla are more than one step ahead of the curve. On average, people who use Perla invest $1,750 every month. That's what we want to see, proper dollar cost averaging. With automated investing tools making your life simple, Perla investors have well and truly mastered the art of investing small bits lots of times. So if you're ready to start growing your net worth in 2024, follow the link in your Spotify or Apple podcast player right now to discover how you can get started today. Welcome to the Australian Finance Podcast, a podcast for people who want to learn more about their personal finances and get the most from their money. This series is hosted by Kate Campbell from How To Money and Owen Raskovich from Rask Finance. The Australian Finance Podcast is provided for educational purposes only. The information is general in nature and does not take into account your needs, goals or objectives. What that means is the information does not apply to you specifically. So consider getting the advice of a licensed and trusted professional before acting on the information. Kate, thanks for joining me for this very special Australian Finance Podcast episode. Yes. So we're wrapping up season one of the podcast. Mm-hmm. It's been about a year long season. It yeah, so we're... it kind of just went. Wow. Yeah. It yeah. went really quick. And I mean, we just, we intended to do 10 episodes to start with just on the basics. Mm-hmm. That was back in January last year, 2019. Maybe even earlier, maybe even before Christmas. I think it was in your mind before it was in mine. But yeah, we started it as 10 and it's since gone on to just go crazy. And we thought, oh, we'll do a few more, a few more. And here we are. Like four different locations since then recording. We've We've moved around. We've had a live event, which is pretty amazing. Yep. More to come, I reckon. Yeah. Yeah. And people might be hearing this like season one. This, what do you mean wrapping up season one? Is this the end? It's not. No. No, we'll get to that in a few minutes. But we just thought we'd take a chance to say thank you for listening. Yes. Thanks for sharing it with your friends and your family. Thank you for sending all the questions, even if we didn't get back to you, because we asked for the questions and we've got more than we (laughs) could possibly answer. So it was fantastic to hear from you and hear from everyone who actually took an actionable step from the podcast, whether it was getting out of debt, buying their first ETF, um, mm-hmm. saving up for a holiday. It was amazing to hear yep. all of these stories. Um, we've mm-hmm. actually taken something away. And I guess that's all we can hope for is giving this podcast to you and you just take something from it to improve your financial future. And I mean, if that's, that's, that's what, we, that's that's what we get from it, that's great. That's yeah, amazing. That's, that's everything. Uh, I had someone come up, I said to you off air just before, had someone come up to me at uh, an event that wasn't run by us, an event and said, we Bought, I bought my first index fund thanks to you guys. So mm. that's huge. That's wow. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. 
Awesome. Um, so I thought, and well, we thought that it would be a good chance to reflect on the season, uh, maybe share what we've learned. Because mm. uh, like, we've learned a lot this oh, past year. Yeah, <laughs> we have to prep. I mean, you do a lot more prep than I do. You're good at this. We have to prep for these and make sure we don't make too much of a fool of ourselves mm. and come on with some information, some facts and figures, and, and we learn as we go, right? Because, I mean, a lot of finance is opinions, but there are some things that are black and white and mm. you want to be conveying the right information. And we try in most cases. We, we don't always get it right. We've been corrected a few times, which is good that you're always uh, checking multiple sources. And I always recommend never just get all your information from us or any other one single source and always... Check multiple places. Absolutely. And that's, you know, some people that start podcasts maybe aren't experts in the field. Maybe they just do it as a passion project. And that's perfectly cool. But when it comes to something like finance, you can get yourself in trouble if you don't have the right information. So uh, get it from multiple sources, form your own opinion, speak to the professionals, as we always say. Uh, And just on that, with questions and and those types of things, people have noticed that we haven't done any Q&A in the back half of the season. Uh, We got overwhelmed with questions. They may come back. Keep sending them in, uh, and we're going to try and figure out some solutions for that. But, uh, yeah, that's just something that we're going to try and work on going forward. Um, I thought a really fun thing to do straight up is our three favorite episodes. There's a lot to go through. <laughs> the first 10 or 11, I think it was, um, are fantastic if you're a new listener. Mm. They're kind of timeless pieces of information that explain the absolute basics and kind of form the foundations for all the other stuff that we've explained. Yeah. And they're not that hard to, to – it's not hard to listen to them all. Uh, so I would maybe go beyond that and just give you my favorite three. Then maybe you can give me your three favorite. Yeah. Um, we should make an honorable mention to our guests. So we've had Nicole. Yep. We've had Ted Richards. Ted Richards. Bronwyn. Bronwyn. And we've also had the Equity Mates guys. The Equity Mates guys. Yep. They run another podcast. So we've had some great people on the show. I haven't missed anyone else. I hope I think, we haven't. I think it was those. those. But there'll be more in the future. There will yeah. be more. We get a lot of requests. Uh, the D- these DJs take requests, and we're, we're, we're going to bring a few more of them to you <laughs> in season two and yeah. onwards. Yeah. Uh, okay. So maybe maybe we'll do one. I go, you go, kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. So uh, my favorite, one of my favorite episodes was the behavioral biases episodes. I just love psychology, and not just in the the sense that as or as it relates to money and investing, but I just think it's just so fascinating. And there are no answers, concrete answers, but we have theories and the biases that we succumb to. Um, are just so important to at least understand. Yeah, You know, like we say, we don't get all the answers right every time. And the way you can try and make sure you're not deliberate or obviously giving the wrong answer is to use like a trick called like inversion. Anyway, I could get stuck down this thing again. I'm not <laughs> going to... got very excited. Oh, uh, yeah, I did. I love it. I love excited it. as the insurance episode. Yeah, the insurance episode, <laughs> that's you, one for the ages. If you make the in- it through the insurance episode, <laughs> kudos to you. <laughs> Okay, your turn. What, what What's one that you really enjoyed? Um, one of my favorite episodes uh, we did last year was the salary negotiation episode. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that stemmed from, I spent a lot of time in the lead up to my own personal salary negotiation and sort of annual review at work, uh, doing a lot of research and preparation on how to effectively approach it. And, and I talked about a lot of the things I learned in that episode. It was probably <laughs> just a reflection on what I what I learned last year on salary negotiation and successfully used some of those things I mentioned in my own salary negotiation mm. last year, which was pretty awesome. So, um, yeah, that was probably one of my favorites uh, and it it worked for me. So it might there might be some actionable tips in there that help you. For sure. You know, one of the things that you said, it's, you know, 
it costs nothing to have that conversation. If mm-hmm. you get an extra five grand a year, yeah, that's big, right? If you that's a that's a bigger thing, that's a bigger decision and conversation to have than wait which ETF you're going to invest in, you know, for the next however long. Yeah, and you know, doing some putting some time and thing. preparation into that salary review process can pay substantially for an hour or two of work. You can get a lot more than your normal wage in that. Yeah, payoff. absolutely. Okay, so and the next one for me was. Uh, the three big money decisions and we talked about schooling uh, the home and I think it was cars mm. yep and effectively schooling relates to children uh, the household things you can do with your mortgage like offset accounts um, maybe not taking too big of a mortgage or just choosing the right mortgage can save you hundreds of thousands of dollars yeah um, and cars you know we talked about buying at auction buying second hand all these different types of things these tricks that could save you maybe you know a few hundred thousand dollars in a 10-year period maybe by the time you compound that out over a lifetime, maybe it's half a million, maybe it's a million dollars extra in your mm. retirement kitty. And I think we also talked about on that episode, just controlling and reducing some of those huge expenses in your life. It means you don't have to focus on cutting down the lattes in yep. your day or cutting out that gym membership that you actually want. Mm, absolutely. Okay. What was your number two? Uh, I quite like the episode we did on sort of deciphering financial news. And I think mm. we get a lot of questions about topics that come up in the news like the etf bubble oh yeah so-called yeah, bubble. we got a lot of questions on that um just sort of understanding the headlines because the market moves up a percent maybe for some stocks that means billions of dollars are moving and suddenly there's a headline every day um and it's sort of actually been able to look past those headlines and know well what news should i know and what news is actually important to me and what news is just news it's just noise that you should look past or it's going to actually affect your financial performance yeah that's great i think that that was and we had some really good resources for that Mm. uh, episode too so definitely go back and have a look at that and and click through to them uh the the third one for me uh was the worst money mistakes so mistakes that i made mistakes that you made it's just refreshing to know (laughs) that we're not perfect and yeah. it's good to learn from these and not that's do them it, yourself. Right? Yeah, that's it. So that's, the fool doesn't learn from their own mistakes. A smart person learns from the mistakes of others. Yeah. You know, we, we talk about this a lot. We've we've tried a few things. You've opened however many accounts yeah. of different varieties. <laughs> and made a complete mess when it came to tax time. So I wouldn't recommend. Yeah. And I've invested in some things that were just nightmares. And yeah, so it happens. You make mistakes. Um, and I've got some, a way to tie that into our next uh, little segment that we're going to talk about. But what's your last one? Uh, my last one was our sort of apps and tools episodes. And it's mm-hmm. probably another one of our questions we get most commonly. Yeah. on What are the best websites, resources, apps, um, various tools that I should be using to make my financial life easier and more efficient? And I think we talked about a lot of resources there and we linked to a lot of shows. Um, sorry, not shows. Um different resources and apps that you can use and that we personally use Hmm. um, just on our phone to make things easier for budgeting purposes and for sending money um, and just making our life a bit simpler because if you can make things simpler when it comes to your finances, it just takes a lot of stress off your plate. For sure. And full disclosure, we don't recommend products and we've never, ever, ever taken anything from anyone for for, Mm. for mentioning a name and that's the way we like it. But, you know, there are... There is a significant proportion of people that couldn't care less about their finances. They just want the answers. And generally for them, that means what product should I use? Yeah. You know, that's where you should speak to a financial advisor. Or you can just go to an episode like this. I wouldn't be surprised if this is probably one of our most popular episodes uh, over the next two or three years because, 
Those are the answers that some people want. Mm. Um, a lot of people want. Okay. So here's a bit of a fun one. Um, we have to flatter each other, Kate. <laughs> Two things we learned from one another. So this is feeling like a team building exercise. This is yeah. This is us. <laughs> this is this is our corporate goals. Uh, this is our corporation of two, and we're just going to just get some positive vibes going. So maybe I'll kick things off. And um, I've said in the past that I'm not like I don't set a lot of goals for myself in terms of money. Like I have habits that I try and form, but mm. the way you break down and you've done this a few times over the course of the season is segmenting your goals and what you want to achieve into buckets like short intermediate or medium term and longer term i think it's just a really neat way to frame it and you Mm -hmm. the way you delivered that was really good um i just think if you are the type of person that does get motivated by goals you had a lot of great insights in that episode and i think there were two episodes we could go back and dig them up but um even your presentation recently at the event hit on those those things mm. so if you haven't listened to that one or you haven't watched that on youtube go and go and do that um i'm not going to ask you for any for me but maybe if you do have any <laughs> chime in now oh you want to you want to alternate yeah sure um i think one of the things i've learned a lot from you is sort of the basics of share investing and actually how to look at things properly and that's probably not just from the podcast maybe other conversations we've had and mm. from doing your course mm-hmm. um what's it the valuation course whatever it is yep, um, that one. yeah so yep. actually learning some of as someone with an experienced analyst background learning some of the actual steps and processes behind that rather than just sort of oh that looks good <laughs> enough <laughs> which is Maybe kind of my approach up. before and that's sort of given me the skills to actually start buying some individual shares when before i was just buying etfs yep cool i like it uh, so this is how this segment ties into the first segment um You've said repeatedly, and I never really conceptualized like this way, but you've said it's important to make your own mistakes. Mm. Right, you can go back and listen to our mistakes, but it is important to make your own mistakes because you need to. Sometimes you need to feel. I need. I'm the type of person that needs to feel it. Everyone can tell me, <laughs> "Don't do that," and I sometimes I just to go and do it anyway. I have to feel it. But you've said if you outsource a lot of the decision making, that you don't feel the effects or the consequences or you don't inform yourself of why mm. you were there in the first place what happened and how you can fix that yeah and i think that is such an important lesson one of the things that is really important for beginners i think is make the mistakes now like you've got to make mistakes because that's just like everyone doesn't and it's your ticket to understanding yeah. the world so that's kudos to you that was, that was that's really good and that's something you've instilled upon me any others for me or you don't have to have any? <laughs> oh, I'm probably the um, how to sort of see the good and the bad people in the financial service industry. I've sort of from you, I've learned a lot about all of the different people that are involved in the industry because I I mean, when we started the podcast, I was still very early stages mm. of my career. I mean, I still am, but I've learned a lot in the last year from you and how to sort of decipher between the good players and the bad players in the industry. Mm. There's not that many bad players, but some have quite a high profile. So being able to sort of look between the lines and sort of work out who should I actually take advice from Mm. and who should I ignore. Because even just on Twitter and social media, there's a lot of people spreading noise and sort of how to decipher between the good and the bad noise. Mm. And like you said, we've got that episode on financial news Mm. and other types of media it's a really good one well that was really nice thank you for those (laughs) compliments it's um i hope we can i think if i was to go back and listen to all the episodes it would be a lot more than two things and there definitely is and i hope that everyone that listens to even just one episode learns more than one or two things from each episode 
Um, if you have learned anything, cool, write into us or tweet us or hit us up on Instagram. Let us know. Let us know what you like, what you don't like. Mm. And this final little section here <laughs> is we can see what you do like. Yeah. Because we have analytics that tell us what's the most popular episode. Mm. And uh, maybe we'll start at number three. And I think this is really no surprise, right? Yeah, so this was our very first episode after our intro episode. I mean, I can't even remember what we spoke about because this was 12 months ago, but our banks, budgets, and emergency savings, Yep. which I think is the most important place to start because talking about emergency funds, mm-hmm. that's a big thing for us. I think we've mentioned it probably nearly every podcast episode and event and in most conversations I have with people is, have you actually got your emergency savings and that's probably something i learned from owen in that episode is having a float because you're not going to have your three to six months of salary put aside it could take a year or two so having a float i think you usually like five hundred dollars put aside um just while you're building up to that emergency fund just so if an unexpected expense comes up you don't have to suddenly resort back to the credit card or dip into your emergency fund yeah so one of the things that is and this is, I guess, for both of us, one of the reasons we started this podcast in the first place is, so 20% of Australian households cannot save $2,000 mm. for an emergency fund. So they don't have emergency savings. They, This is just like a huge problem for Australia, right? Like You go and get financial advice. This is the reason we exist, by the way. Just We're just justifying our existence, but well, I am. Uh, <laughs> you go and get financial advice. It costs thousands of dollars. Not only is money overwhelming, not only do people not have connections or know where to start, but then it's just so unaffordable and out of reach for people that there's there's nowhere for them to go. And that's hit home by this stat. Um, mm. I can put some notes uh, in the, in the sh- in the resources, but you know if you can't save that two thousand dollars, it's this listening to this is great, but that's kind of where it starts. Yeah. And so that's why we made it the first episode. That's hitting those twenty five percent of households in Australia. That's where you got to start. It's free. We give, give you the steps. Um, get on it. Yeah. Yep. Getting out of consumer debt. So yep. most things except a mortgage. And then getting that emergency savings is your most important starting point mm-hmm. um, because you can't really focus on investing and everything else without sorting out those basics and setting the foundations of your financial life. Mm-hmm. That's why those 11 episodes are so important. We take you from that. And then if you don't have that, we kind of the next 10 episodes set out what you can do to mm. get to that sooner. Okay. I don't think number two is any surprise either, Kate. So how to pick and choose ETFs. Yeah. And that has been all the rage of this last few years. I mean, we talk about ETFs a lot as a great way for beginners to get started without having to look through the 2000 stocks in Australia or so and mm. everything overseas. It's a great way to uh, get started with 500 or a $1,000. Um, you don't have to make too many decisions apart from which ETF you want. And we get, talked about a lot of the steps in that episode of all the different things you should be looking for when selecting an ETF. Mm. Yeah, it's kind of it, t- 10 years ago, even though they, they were in existence, they weren't you know, in the common tongue. People didn't say yeah. shares and ETFs in the same sentence, but now it is definitely shares and ETFs. Mm. And um, there's, there are good reasons for that, right? So it's no wonder that, and they're good for beginners. So it's no wonder that this has become, on a beginner's podcast, this has become one of the most popular episodes and I would expect it to continue to do that. Along with our um, episode, which you brought up, uh, the tools and apps that we use, this is 
this is kind of where people are going. Yeah. Simplicity. Um, yes, I want to be informed, but make it simple for me. And I hope that's something that we have conveyed over the season, that it is quite simple to get started. It doesn't have to, you don't have to see 101 different professionals, read mm. 101 sites. It's just the get a bit of information, get informed, and you can get started and not have to wait and learn along the journey. Yep, absolutely. I think, um, yeah, that's one big takeaway. Even if you listen to this episode, this podcast once a week, maybe you spend the equivalent amount of time putting into action steps that we talk about. You yeah. Know, that's a huge thing. And that's what everybody in the financial services industry and everyone you talk to, what was their advice in their 20s? It was just get started with their finances earlier and just do something rather than shutting it away in the cupboard and not looking at it. I always think that if you have a partner, friend or family member who is open to talking about money, like in a healthy way, Mm. you will not have a problem with money. Yeah. You will not have a problem. Just find someone that you can talk to. Listen to us. We're a good, I guess, plan B. And there's so many events now popping up about Mm -hmm. talking about personal finances. Talk to someone at the event. Make a new friend and say, are you happy to be my accountability partner when it comes to money? Yeah. Um, I, like having someone to talk to just makes a world of difference. When it's when money's kept in the shadow, when no one in your family or friendship group talks about money, that's when it's really hard to get started because it's something that no one around you is talking about it, and it's just it makes life a lot harder if you're the only one like visibly trying to make a difference mm-hmm. in your financial life. So find someone, whether it be a colleague or a new friend or even someone on a Facebook group. Yeah, online. there's groups, right? In your community, there'll be groups. Yeah. Find someone in your life that you can talk to about finances and discuss different topics and bounce ideas off each other because it makes a world of difference. Yeah, and also keep in mind, like, there's only one disclaimer here, is that they won't have all the answers. We've no. talked about this, right? They won't have all the answers, just like we don't have all the answers. Mm. But they'll also have opinions that may not may or may not be correct. They might have unhealthy associations with certain aspects of money and yeah. investing. So keep that in mind too and make your own opinion up. But just have someone that can, mm. yeah, you, you know, you go to the gym and you join a group because it helps keep you motivated. There, there will be groups in your city or uh, online that you can join that will share similar values to you and yeah. uh, will be welcoming to you. So, mm. Okay, Kate, drum roll. If only I had a drum roll. <laughs> That's me banging on the table. Uh, what was our most popular episode? Our most popular episode and probably one of our favorites was Australian Investing 101. Yep. So for all of your potential podcast listeners out there, if you want to hack our growth, <laughs> This is how you do it. Yeah. This is our most popular episode. So your favorite episode was about the basics of investing in Australia and your different options. Were yep. we talking about shares in that episode? I think we talked about shares, ETFs, super, Just every- managed funds, uh, oh, yeah. index funds, everything that anyone would want to know. Property, we kind of gave everything one or two minutes lip service. Yeah. But it's kind of, that's you the episode have, you go you to. You have a lot of options and that can be amazing, but it can also make it a lot, a lot harder to actually work out what the best option is for you and starting to do some research and informing yourself. And if and when you need to, getting advice from qualified professionals does help narrow down that list. Totally. If you can go in and listen to that episode even, then you're like, oh, that sounds appealing to me. Then go yeah. to the episode that we've talked about that yeah. or go to the professional that will help you do that. And then go to the Money Smart website and Money check Smart. it out yeah. in further detail and find some other good resources. I mean, we've talked about tools and I think, um, mm-hmm. was it, one of the episodes we talked about a lot of the blogs and people yep. that we follow online and sort of finding the right people to learn from and yep. getting a variety of sources. Yep, absolutely. So, yeah, go on. Like these are all the – it's 
I guess it's not surprising, but it kind of is. These are all towards the beginning. Mm. Um, maybe people are trying to do the full lap. Maybe they're <laughs> starting at the beginning and just going through everything, and that's why the first episodes build up. But yeah, I mean, people have told yeah. us they've listened to the podcast on road trips and at the gym, and I mean, I couldn't <laughs> yeah. imagine anything worse than listening to myself at the gym, but uh, <laughs> yeah. maybe it helps for some people. If you are listening at the gym, cool. <laughs> Respect. Doing two Sorting healthy things at once. Sorting out your personal finances and your personal health at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. And that's the kind of thing that we emphasize, right, is mm. if we can push this, um, I guess, analogy further, it's like being healthy, going to the gym. You should routinely check in on your financial health and um, really focus on it. Set time aside to just update your thinking, keep yourself moving forward, keep learning, all those types of things. Like you said to me before, mm. it's really important that I learn because yeah. it's like you're growing, right? And I mean, I think that's something that we have learned and helped each other with in this past year is always learning and teaching each other new things and continuing to do further education so mm-hmm. that we keep learning and growing as people as well. Like yep. you, your financial education doesn't just stop after you've learned one no. or two courses or something like that. Even though um, we've done different qualifications, we, we definitely want to keep learning and keep growing as individuals. Yeah. Sarah, my wife, she would not be happy if I went back to uni, but I would love to. <laughs> <laughs> but I can get away with doing things... Um, doing things you know online and what have you and even one of the most powerful things we've talked about this before for me creating courses and content like this um, it actually forces me to fill in the blanks Mm. and that's just being creative in that way helps me to learn so maybe you could create something for a friend or family member to explain something to them Yeah, an infographic a downloadable or anything like that i mean something to share with your family just put it down on paper and kind of scratch out what you're thinking like here this is where our money is Maybe we can draw a big picture of an ETF and then we can put money into this thing called an ETF. And yeah. they'll be like, what do you mean? What's an ETF? And you can be like, this is what it is. Yeah, and, and share then, the knowledge you, yeah. you get with your friends and family and that starts opening up that conversation about money. And I think that's that's all we can hope for is that it op- our podcast opens up the conversation around money for more people in Australia. Mm-hmm. Yep, absolutely. That's why we're here, right? It's the Australian finance podcast for, for a reason. That's why <laughs> it's not just search engine optimization. <laughs> so, uh, so, okay. So um, let's talk a little bit about next season. Next season. Bah, bah, bah. Maybe we should just leave people in a cliffhanger and just end it there. <laughs> next season. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was like thinking of like something suspenseful. Okay. Um, I don't think we're that suspenseful. No, we're not. We're not that cre- like creative when it comes to, sorry. yeah. We haven't uh, mastered all those sound effects. and <laughs> Although we do have the sound effects machine. I did spend like 600 bucks on it. <laughs> Used it once. This was That's an example poor, of an unwise financial decision. Poor. If anyone wants to buy a mixer. <laughs> no, okay, so next season, let's go with this. You're going away for a while for an yeah. the whiteboard. Uh, from, you know, in the next month, you're going away by the time this airs. And you're going away till just after the halfway point. Right? Yeah, so I'm back in the new financial year, so... In July this year, yep. so this is uh, this is the uh, culmination of my short to medium financial goal for the last sort of two years. Mm-hmm. So I'm going backpacking in Europe. Yes, yeah. I think we did it. We did an episode just chatting yep. about travel. Um, yep. But yeah, hopefully um, we'll do an episode when I come back about what it actually costs to do that. Yes, I mean, um, I've got what I think it will cost, but I'm assuming it'll cost a lot more. It's um, like those grand, desi- like those 
home renovation shows yep. and they budget X amount and it's always like it's 10 a, or 20% yeah, over totally. and you've got to scrape if it you're together. Yeah. So you'll come back with your worldly finance wisdom. I imagine you'll be trying to converse <laughs> with people like, so what's your budgeting strategy here in Spain? Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Like, I don't know what you're talking about, but <laughs> you can bring back some, I guess. Some- yeah, it'll be definitely things I've learned about money and budgeting along the way um, when I'm solely reliant on my finances because, I mean, I've had a, been working full-time and had a paycheck for the last handful of years, so it's going to be weird just relying on savings for a while. Yep, um, but it's going to be exciting. Um, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. That. You want to reach the goals and actually enjoy them, so mm-hmm. going Good to... for you. Well done. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping... So I've written here on our little notes thing, the show must go on. Um, there will be what we're thinking or what I'm thinking is there will be a season two and I'm hoping to catch Kate on this little podcasting app we call Zencaster, which is yeah. where you can do remote interviews and we can we can dial in and, and maybe she's in a host, hostel somewhere. So Owen will have to be up at like 2 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. Hey, I'm, I thought you... No, uh, so, yeah, uh, you yeah. thought I'd sacrifice my yeah, sleep? Yeah, no. Okay, that sounds... But it'd be fun, right? Yeah. So to hear from you. So uh, you're away for a few months and I figured... We can do kind of like a second season that's a little bit different. Um, You'll hear from me, but I'll bring some guests in. Uh, Every now and again, might have some sort of topic that we want to tackle. Maybe we'll try and build on the first season's episodes a little bit in the sense of making them a little bit more complex or whatever. Try and get some experts in. Mm. So if you have anyone, please flick us an email, podcast at rast.com.au is the email address, or you can hit us online like Kate will still have her Instagram and that should be able to flick me a message or whatever. Yep. So please do that. Um, if you know, we've had some great guests on the show so far, maybe some of them will come back. Uh, maybe you'll just hear more of my voice, but it's exciting. And uh, one thing we've said again is that we want to do more events and we've been asked by to leave our Nice little land of Melbourne. Yeah, that's it. And we will. We will go on the road eventually. We. Uh, it's definitely. Well, I did not say. It's, yeah, it's definitely on the cards, right? Yeah. So we've we've had we've been approached by venues and places to do it. So that's fantastic. Mm. Uh, if you want it in your city, we just need to make sure we get people there. But I'm pretty confident we will. Mm. Yeah, I mean, even if it's just us, we could just podcast, <laughs> talk to each other like that's we do it. anyway. Um, so that's not too bad. But yeah, send us your episode guest ideas suggestions what you want us to talk about and go maybe in more depth um about in the next season or so yeah so so things we want to get on in the future we want to talk more like financial counselors we want to hear so if you're a financial counselor you know someone who is we want to uh talk to people who have been on a journey maybe through debt or something like that we want to talk to people that maybe you've built a property portfolio maybe you're um in kind of a similar field, maybe you work in one of my favorites, psychology, and mm. you 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 relate that to money in some way. Yeah. So if you think you'd be a great guest for our show, definitely let us know, and mm. we can yeah. touch base about that. Yeah, for sure. But all of these things, it's exciting. And Kate, so we're definitely coming back. Just y- yes, we're. De- this is just like <laughs> the end of the season. Yeah, it's just been a really long season. Yep. Usually seasons are a bit short. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 52 weeks. Imagine watching Game of Thrones for a year. That could oh probably do gosh. it. But yeah. it would it'd take a lot of production. But yeah, so there's not going to be too much of a break, I hope. But it's going to be a little bit different. We're going to hopefully hear from Kate while she's away. Um, I just want to say thanks for everything this season, Kate. And um, I hope, you know, you've got a lot of value from it. Mm. I hope that people still, this is a plug for Kate, go online, <laughs> find her other podcast, How To Money Australia, howtomoney.online, go to the website, 
listen to our other podcasts because if you've listened to this and you need something to fill in the weeks, <laughs> that's a really good one. There's some yep. great blog posts on the site, references and, and resources. Mm. Just do it. Um, reach out to us. We're still around. Um, yeah. yeah. And, got, hostels are civilized enough to have internet uh, nowadays. So uh, are they? Well, they say they are. <laughs> they <actually laughs> they promise Wi-Fi. So. Really so. nice um, yeah, it's going to be a very interesting journey and uh, we'll – hopefully do an episode on the road but otherwise i'll be back later in the year mm. oh, no season three <laughs> yeah season 2.2.2.2.1 yeah. i don't know we'll do, no, we'll be, yeah. whatever we call it's it it's gonna be heaps of fun but, um, um yeah we're um yeah definitely looking forward to that mm-hmm. yep cool um i'll give a shameless plug to my own stuff which is free which is mm-hmm. our courses if you haven't already done one of our free courses on our rask website please go there today that will help you Get your fill of all the education that we've covered in the podcast in an online form. Um, and you can do that. We'll put some show notes in. But, uh, Kate, as always, thanks for joining me. Uh, <laughs> what am I saying? I was going to say something else. Uh, thanks so much, Ellen. Are you thinking about starting your wealth creating journey, but not sure where to put your hard earned dollars? InvestSmart can help. InvestSmart offers a free quiz that makes it easy to find the right InvestSmart ETF portfolio to help you reach your goals. Just visit investsmart.com.au and hit get started. Answer a few simple questions about your goals and how much you want to invest and you'll get a tailored statement of advice with a portfolio recommendation. You can visit investsmart.com.au for a no-obligations free statement of advice. This ad is brought to you by InvestSmart Advice, AFSL 334107. For more than a decade, I've been hunting for the best investors and their methods, strategies, and tools for investing. After years in the industry, countless books, a few degrees, and 1,000 podcasts and live shows, I've rolled this accumulated knowledge into something called Rask Invest. If you've ever heard me talk about a core and a satellite, active and passive, true long-term compounding, or you simply want to know exactly how I would invest, now is your chance. Rask Invest is our new investment service, designed for all types of investors who want professional management of their core portfolio at a low cost from a team they trust. Rask Invest helps you automate your wealth creation and passive income. Simply click the link that says invest with Owen in your podcast player to join one of our live platform walkthroughs or book a call with us. You can also view the Rask Invest PDS and TMD and get invested with me.